Welcome back. This is Andrew. And this is Emma. We're from EmmelineBride.com, and this is our podcast. Getting Married with Emmeline Bride. That's right. Today we're talking about the reception, and they're not stressful if you know what to do. That's right. I have seen stressed out people at wedding receptions, though, before. I ha- yes, I have, Yeah, too. I know, and it's a terrible thing to see. But yeah, this you don't is, want to be stressed no, out No, but this is, this is where we're going to help you so you're not stressed out during your wedding reception. Yes, we're going to break it down. That's right. We're going to show you how easy it is to plan your reception. It's, like, really easy. So, for starters, we're going to go through, like, a, a quick little wedding reception timeline. Kind of make you feel less stressed because you'll know this is really all that happens at your reception. Okay. So, it's not crazy. So you start with cocktail hour. Basically, the bar is open and there's appetizers or hors d'oeuvres passed. This is also the time that you, as the bride and groom, sneak away and take some photos. After cocktail hour, guests are seated at dinner and there's a grand entrance. This is where the bride and groom and the whole wedding party comes yeah, in. Yeah, this is exciting. This they, is where you're going to play your, your song you're going to enter to. So, yeah. like we had uh, Led Zeppelin. We had a Led Zeppelin yeah, song. Yeah, we had a Led Zeppelin Which song. was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, this is where you get guests pumped up. Because this, this is like your first entrance, grand entrance as bride and groom is newlyweds. Yeah. Newly married. So your bridal party comes in. Yep. You come in. You dance around. People take pictures. You get a standing ovation. It's great. I love it. Savor it. It's very fun. It's so fun. So then you sit down. Actually, no, guests sit down. Mm-hmm. You make your way over to the cake. You cut the cake. And the reason they do it right now is because then the cake can get prepared in the back so it's ready when after dinner for guests to eat it. Yeah, and it's kind of just a good thing to clear off the, the plate because the time, then yeah. the rest of the night you're going to be so busy that it's, uh, it's a good thing just to get it done. So you do cake cutting. That takes about 10 minutes. Then you're going to get seated. Everyone's seated at this time. Mm-hmm. Your DJ is going to announce that the toasts are going to start. So then you go from there to dinner, move on, dancing. Now, if you feel a little overwhelmed by what we're covering here and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I got to write this all down? Or, you know, you should definitely hire a professional to be yes. your DJ. And because they're the master of ceremonies. So your DJ will really handle all of this. Yes. You don't have to think about this part no. at all. You so, just have to play So if you're worried about time and, you know, um, you know, dinner is supposed to be served at this exact time, you know, do I have to go up there and personally announce it? You can see the, the bride or the groom running up there. No, no, not at all. And of course, too, the, the people at the reception hall will help out, too, the managers there. So then um, after dinner, dancing kind of starts. And this is a good time to do your first dance as... Husband and wife. Ooh. Then after that, you do the parent dances. Yeah, that's like fun the, too. I like the ooh you ooh, added there. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Remember ours? Ours was so I much. I do. It was oh a lot gosh. of fun. We went, we, we danced to... Um, Let me put you on this one. Oh, no. What is Don't. it called? Tell it to me again. The other half of me. The other half of me. Okay. Bobby Darren. One we definitely loved. Yeah. We wanted to, like when you're discussing this over um, with your future spouse, you know, what are we going to dance to? What are we going to dance to? One of the ideas we had was to dance to, it's called the Rain Song. And we were really big Led Zeppelin fans. Led Zeppelin's still great, you know, even even now, sure. But but back then we listened a lot to him. And it was called the Rain Song. Great song. Mm -hmm. But it's like a seven. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's an at least seven minute song. And we thought, oh my gosh, (laughs) we're going to make people wait through through seven minutes just watching us. I know, and yeah. Which isn't, which wasn't bad, but we decided on Bobby Darren, which yeah, was... Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. yeah. So we were glad. Our DJ kind of helped us with that decision. He was like, yeah, yeah that's kind of long. And we didn't realize right. how long you're kind of up there until you're up there. And yeah. Then. So after the first <laughs> dance, you're going to go on to the parent dances. So Bride and her dad and the groom and his mom. That's right. 
And then if you're doing a bouquet or garter toss, Mm -hmm. that's the time you do it. And then the dancing is opened up to everybody. So that's kind of great because you clear, you clear out of the way a lot of the, a lot of the things right off the bat, right? You make sure all the guests that are there for sure will catch everything. Now is the bouquet and garter toss always kind of right after though, right, right then early on? They don't have to be. You you can push yours later if you want to, but um, if you want to kind of get everything done before dancing starts for everybody, Mm -hmm. that's a good time to do it. So this is a great timeline for people to write down for their wedding. Yeah, well, we'll have it on our blog at emmelinebride.com. Of course. Yeah. And then after dancing is opened up for everyone, out comes the cake and the coffee. Everybody has dessert. And then the last song will be announced and then the grand exit. And see, that's it. It kind of flew by so quick. It's going to last a lot longer than that tonight. It's all going to take care of itself. So that's the timeline. Yeah. Not too bad. Fantastic. So what's up next? How about some uh, wedding mistakes to avoid? Ooh, the do's and don'ts. Okay, number (laughs) one, do order enough food for your wedding reception. Very important. Very important. You don't want to be the per. You don't want to have people run out of food. We've heard horror stories about this. We have. And it's where you've got someone going back up or maybe someone who's at the end of the line and then you see that there's no dinner rolls left. Okay, and Andrew, how about the don't? Okay, the don't. Don't forget to try it before you buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Great advice. It's so true. You should really taste test everything. And that's a fun thing to do, but it's also something you should take the time to do and guarantee that, hey, the same chef's going to be making the meal or this is going to be the exact same... um, cut of meters is this yeah. going to be the exact same sort of food right because people remember the food at a wedding food is huge they really food do so it's huge. one of those funny things like you would think oh what's the big deal but it's a big deal it is a big remember. deal yeah and i always love the fact how um you know people might say to us for our wedding they're like oh so your wedding uh ceremony or your wedding reception was so fantastic you know the music was was awesome yeah. and uh and so many great people there. But the food, they'll say, the food. And that's such a nice comment to get is the food was really good. And that goes into picking a good reception place too, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Or cater. cater. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about number two? Number two. Here we go. Do have an open bar. Yes. Good point. Yes. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah. It yeah. might be more pricey, but it's definitely well received by guests. It is. If it's in your budget or it's doable, do have an open bar. Right. Now, it, what's the don't? Don't feel you have to go with top shelf liquor. Oh, good one. Good advice. A lot of the reception halls will say, hey, we can offer, you know, they've got three tiers. One might be bronze, one might be silver, one might be gold. And obviously bronze is kind of like your well liquor, two easy beers. Right. And maybe a wine. And maybe a a wine. wine Two different options of wine. Yeah, for sure. And then silver is going to add a little bit more. And then gold's obviously going to, they're going to throw out name brands at you. You know, Jameson, or they're going to, they're going to, I don't know, what's a a great vodka? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they'll come out with great goose, yeah. you know, but you're going to, you're going to pay and you pay per person on that. This is, this is one of those things where it's, it's just an easy savings. This yes. is one of the do's and don'ts where we think we can save you a little bit of money by, by saying, you know, you don't have to go with the pricey stuff because right. no one's going to really remember it. They just want to make sure that you've got some sort of liquor at your wedding or Perfect beer, advice. Wine. I love that. Because you need to keep that party going. You do. Yes. You want people to dance and stay there. That's right. Number three. Do you have a cocktail hour? Emma, tell yes. us all about this. Cocktail hour is great. If you have an outdoor wedding reception in the summer. I can picture is, it. I, so I can, can I. feel that I summer know, heat. Like, yes. And, and then, this is everyone's just kind of talking a little bit. Yeah, and, and you just got out of the ceremony and everyone's like yes. mingling, having drinks. Who it is? That's a so-and-so. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, exactly. I like your style. <laughs> mm, mm. Yes, you mm. have a very long beard. Yes, yes. Mustache. Mm. This is where you can play lawn games. Yeah. People get to talk. People get to chat before yes. they're going to be sitting down and listening to speeches. Right. And this really gives you guys, too, time to take more photos or if there's um, something extra you guys have prior to the, the reception, your entrance. Yeah, you get a little time. Extra time. For Let's sure. Let's say you want to take those photos down by the lake or... Yeah. Sunset pictures. Right. Good time to do that. What's the don't? The don't is? Yeah, you said do have a cocktail hour. Yes, and? and of course the don't is don't make guests wait too long for dinner. Good point. You oh might want to take boy. like a thousand pictures, but guests are like, come on. I'm starving. Yes. They're like, when when are we going to get to the party? Very good advice. Yeah. So number four is do have a DJ or a master of ceremonies if you're having a band. Do have a DJ. Absolutely. You have to have a DJ. Yes, because... They run the whole party. They do. And it's and you want someone who's both professional and um, has done weddings before. That's a big one. Because they're going to run a lot of the reception and they're going to know when to start, when to stop things. And to have Uncle Joe or um, a friend do it, right. maybe who doesn't have the experience, is something I would avoid. You know, so so um, find a list of a couple um, DJs mm-hmm. and and go interview them, and they should put on a little demo for you. Yeah, they will. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. Yeah, this is one of the people that I really like to make a connection with. The role really is so important. Right. Other than the person who's going to be marrying you, I'd say this is a big one. Of course, photography too is also huge. Right. This is this is big because they make the whole evening run smoothly. They want to make sure nothing's forgotten. And so, pick a professional. Go have fun. Go out and interview them, and yeah. uh, and it's a big deal. And I think a lot of people assume, you know, DJ, oh, that's music. Well, it's music and a whole lot more. A whole lot more. They're <laughs> announcing you as the as the as the couple. Right. They're they're kind of keeping you on a timeline. Yep. You know, they'll grab you and say, "Hey, we're thinking, you know, it's about time to do cake. Can you go grab the groom and we'll start doing the cake cutting?" Right. And they announce it so people can come see it. They do. Without all of that. It would just be chaos. It's so true. And that's the same thing with equipment, you know, that they have professional equipment and everything like that. Yeah, they can even do lighting. Right. You've got all up lighting and stuff like that too. So, okay. So, Emma, what's the don't? Don't just hire any old any old DJ. Right. Take the time. Know that this is really important and and go interview them and, and pick out the best one that you connect with. Okay, number five. Number five. Number five is do... Take the time to make a seating chart. No seating plan is not a good idea unless you have a very, very small wedding. Oh my gosh. Do people do no seating charts? Oh my gosh. It's, yes, some. That some sounds do. terrible. No, they just say, oh, well, they can just pick their seat. Oh no. boy, that sounds so bad. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. It's yeah. just too chaotic. Wow. Your guests are special. Yeah. They need a special place to sit. That's true. So take the time to put together a yeah. seating chart. And a yeah. seating chart is helpful to have so you know, oh, these people will really get along with these people. Right. That that kind of thing. Yeah. Try to seat them according to how you think they'll mesh with conversation. Right. So you could sit, um, you could seat, you know, people who know each other. Would you intermix people who don't know them? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And really don't obsess too much about seating chart. You're not, they're not sitting for that long. Don't forget to make the seating chart easy to find. Yeah, I guess I guess you could have them hidden on a table. Right, but just at the entrance so they know where to go. Just at the entrance or on a board, right? Like right. a chalkboard? Yeah. All right, you cool. You have a chalkboard or on an easel. Yeah. And there's so many good ideas. There's so many cool ideas. Yeah, let's just plan a wedding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, number six. Take it away. Do have a dance floor. 
Oh my gosh, yes, please have a dance floor. Yes. This is your wedding reception. Yeah. Your party's got to be off the hook. Somebody will dance. Someone's got to dance. Make sure you dance. Make sure your guests dance. Yeah. And that's it's the whole part of this. But yeah, dance floor for sure. I would almost say make sure it's adequate in size. Yeah, big dance floor. I a guess you could say we floor. really like to dance. But I think most people really expect to dance at a wedding. That's right. If you have a small dance floor, people could end up being pushed out and stuff like that. Or right. it seems really crowded. Yeah. You know, sometimes you've got you know, <laughs> grandma and grandpa's out there. You've got... Um, get people throwing elbows. People and... throwing elbows. Or you've got a couple ladies and doing a whole thing and they're... Yeah, they're, they're pushing everyone they out, keep, or maybe you got a couple dudes doing a couple keep, things, right? Keeps getting bigger and bigger. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want room for all these crazy fun people? You do for all the antics. Yeah, and oh, and if kids are invited, kids love to dance, and they go all over the dance floor. That's true too. So the kids fun. are a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you have a dance floor. Yes. So what's the don't? The don't is don't forget to pick music that your guests will dance to. Get people out with the YMCA, right? Okay. Absolutely, all those all those wedding staples that your DJ, yeah. of course, will know yeah. and have. Right, cha cha slide. You're gonna something. have you're gonna have all your picks too. You know, yeah. which could be new stuff, could be older stuff. That's it, also the importance of the open bar. Oh yes, yes. way to circle back. And another yes. thing. That's also the importance of a good DJ because a good oh. DJ knows to fade out that music that doesn't quite work and fade in something else. Absolutely. So people get out of their seats and dance. Excellent point. Number seven. Number seven. Do have a photographer there to capture it all. Don't skimp on the photographer. Right. You should. Yeah. So if you're going to hire someone to do the ceremony or be be there for the ceremony, also get someone for the reception for sure. Because there's a lot of great photos to be taken. You've got you've got a bunch of dances. I would. Yeah. You definitely Cake need a cutting, photographer. Toast. Yeah. A lot of a lot of moments you want to capture. And you know this could all of course work in with your budget. You know how much money you exactly have for a photographer. So you maybe you've got five hundred bucks. And you're hiring a family friend right. or someone who's done photography or, or someone who's, who's taken an art class and done stuff like that. So we know of people who have done that. But we also know people who will spend, you know, 3500 or more on an extremely professional photographer with all the lighting and can get all the shots and will set up lights on tripods around the dance floor and we'll get all those excellent shots too. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got a price range anywhere from 500 maybe you're... You know, there's someone starting out in photography who's going to do your wedding. That's one way to go, but you have to have a lot of trust there that this person's going to capture your stuff. Or you go more professional, and from there you're looking up, you know, upwards of a thousand to. 3500 or the sky's the limit, really. Right, exactly. But yeah, so mm-hmm. fit it in with your budget. But like Emma was saying, the most important thing is have a photographer for your wedding reception. Don't forget to make a list of the must-have photos you really want. Ooh, And this yes. is good because suppose you really want your photographer there in the morning to capture like getting ready mm-hmm. shots as you're getting your hair and makeup done, hanging out with the bridesmaids and stuff. Yep. Then that will impact your budget because you'll want to know, well, I want the photographer there first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. How many hours can they be there from there? You know, and then you'll know how much to book them for. Yeah, so true. Yeah, but if you don't care so much about the getting ready photos and you're cool with people, you know, Instagramming whatever and right. you do you started at the ceremony. Maybe you want more pictures at the reception late at night. You know, hiring someone for four hours or six hours or the whole entire day. You know, you can go either route. Yeah, you have an excellent point there. Make it making a photo list really and that's a great thing to do so come up with a list of shots or if you you go online and you see wedding photos you know we've got a bunch of real weddings on our website emily and bride but go online and you see something you want to have recreated Mm -hmm. have your photographer recreate it the next one is do hire a day of coordinator or have somebody that you've assigned to do setup and takedown excellent point 
This is something a lot of brides forget about because there's a lot of details to set up mm-hmm. that your venue won't do, but you need done, like putting out some escort cards, yeah. putting up some photos that you have or sign your decorations, or decorations, yeah, really your decorations. Yeah, I mean. Sometimes too. I mean, I mean, does the bride arrive early? Will the bride ever take it on, or is that kind of like the mother of the bride? You really, well, you really don't want to as the bride because you want to just relax. Yeah, you want to relax. Yeah, and you're getting your hair and makeup done. There's not a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. That day. And you're gonna be, you're, you know, you're gonna be getting ready with your bridesmaids too, so they wouldn't be really right. good people either. So, right, so maybe you've got mm-hmm. a family friend who can set it up, yeah. or you do hire a day of coordinator and you give them all the stuff. And yeah. And they're going to set it up. It's all taken care of. Mm-hmm. And you can just enjoy, get ready, and that stuff's all set. Perfect. The don't is, don't think you could do it all yourself. So like we were talking, the bride, the groom, don't be like, hey, I need you to set up 50 tables. Oh, yeah. And I need you to do all the centerpieces and all that stuff before. Um, that's way too much to have for you or your future spouse to do, too, yeah. in the morning of your wedding. You know what yeah, I mean? Some right. people can set up the, the night before, too. Halls might give you the, the ability to do that. But again, do you really want to be spending the night before your wedding setting everything up? Not really. Okay, the next one is do add personal touches or DIY projects. Your wedding is very memorable, especially when you add little touches here and there. Mm-hmm. Some signage, for instance. We talked about a welcome sign that you can have at the entrance of your reception. Maybe you make your own favors. Mm-hmm. Maybe you add something to your centerpieces or you make chair signs for the head table. Yeah, photographs something. too. Yeah, these little touches here and there will make your wedding more memorable. The don't is don't try to do it yourself for everything. So you can't, you may want to be, but you can't necessarily be the florist and you can't be the person who does the favors and you can't be all of these things. That's a lot. Because you're the bride. It's so true. So I encourage you to do some projects that you really feel passionate about, Yep. but don't do it all. And number 10. Number 10, do encourage guests to use social media at your wedding. Don't be too strict. Yeah. And the reason is people want to take pictures and share it. They do. You'll have a really cool collection of a lot of different angles and different photos of people that were at your wedding. Absolutely. So you'll have all those like right off the bat that you can look at right away online. Plus, you know, you'll get all like the very professional looking photographs from your photographer when they've gone through them and given them to you. And make a cool hashtag for your wedding so that you can follow the pictures people post on Instagram. So it could be like if your last name is, for example, Smith. Hashtag Smith Wedding. Very simple. Very simple. Yep. There's some really fun. We'll actually include a link on um, our website too. There's an Instagram uh, hashtag maker we found, and it's really fun. It takes your t- your names and then gives you all these shoots out all these examples of hashtags you can use. Sweet. Yeah. So what's the don't? Oh, the don't was don't be too strict. Don't be too strict. Yeah. Okay. Our next one is do book a long enough reception. Oh, good one. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So what we're telling you here is. Don't don't have a reception just for like two hours, four hours. Right. Most people want to think that they're coming to a wedding reception, just not to come right. and for the whole night. Yeah, for the whole night. Yeah. Like it's they're a, ready to party. It's a grand evening. So don't don't think whether um you don't want to be in the spotlight or you think it's going to somehow save you money. Make it a grand evening. So don't try to cut it short. Don't try to make it a a shortened thing of two hours or three hours or four hours or whatever. People want to have a blast. They want to have fun. They want to enjoy dinner and dancing and talk with people they haven't talked with in years or months or weeks. So definitely that. The don't is don't rush or cut the evening short. 
don't rush it. Don't cut it short. Don't say, you know, we're going to have an hour of music, two hours of music. We're going to rush through dinner. I don't know how many people have done that, but someone may try to find a reason why they should do that. It goes by fast enough. It's so true. And a bonus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I never can Emma's always got like a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) The bonus is do have a grand exit. Ooh, of course. Which can be like a sparkler exit. Okay. Confetti. Confetti, bubbles. Bubbles. Really, you could just have people lining up and still get a great photograph as you exit. You know what I mean? Because you really want the photographer to capture you as you're exiting. You do. It's a grand entrance. It's a very cool picture to have. And the don't here would be don't light your gown on fire. Absolutely. Or your hair. Or your hair. That's right. Those sparklers are some pretty crazy They get hot. Yeah. So basically, don't forget to exercise caution when using the sparklers. Great advice. You know, and I've got a I've got a good question for you now that we've covered all these do's and don'ts. Now, if you've got those dances that you're going to have with like the the father of the bride right. and the mother of the groom, here's my good here's my big question. What if the what if the person's passed away? I'm sure a fair number of people, you know, they lost their mother or their father, and or yes. maybe they've got someone else close to them. So, how does this work? I think it's a great idea to choose someone very close, okay, significant, okay. Perhaps for uh, the bride, if she lost her father, mm-hmm. an uncle or a brother. Okay. Or she can also dance with her mother. So That's people, do, people, people do, do that. that. And I guess yeah. another, another good question I would say, or good point I would say, is make sure you dance with someone. So if yeah. your father is still around, dance with him. If your mother's still around, you know, you're the groom, dance with her. You know, because this is, this is something that they've always looked forward to. Yeah, and for you sure. should just, you should do it. You know, and if they're, if they're not around and you can dance with someone else too that you're very close with, um, who's been a mother figure to you or a father figure. Good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Once in a lifetime. It is once in a lifetime. So those are the do's and the don'ts. <laughs> I'm glad we covered them. <laughs> we did. I know, me too. Anything to help you guys out. Mm-hmm. We're going to have um, the timeline that we discussed in a printable form. It's just for you guys. Yep. And we'll have a whole list of the things you absolutely need to have at your reception, including things like escort cards, card box, Etc. at emmelinebride.com slash reception. And of course, if you want to register for your wedding gifts, just go to emmelinebride.com slash registry. So, guys, we had a lot of fun speaking with you this week. Yes. This is Andrew. And this is Emma. From emmelinebride.com. Getting married with Emmeline Bride. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.